year. Last yeah. night I watched Wish Upon, which might be the worst horror movie I've ever seen. Um, you know what? We're not a movie podcast, so we're skipping right over it. What is Wish Upon? Wait, I can't even close. Uh, a girl finds a magic wishing box from China that she can make wishes, but then it takes a blood sacrifice, and then when she makes seven wishes, it takes her life. Thank you. This has been Chris's Movie Corner at the beginning of the sex podcast, and now that everyone's feeling nice and unsexy... She calls a girl Smegma. Now that everyone's feeling nice and unsexy, I thought we'd go around the table, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of padding this one out. Uh, what's your Halloween costume this year, kids, and your name? <gasps> can I start? Can I start? Can I start? Yeah. See, I like your enthusiasm. I'm Dana, and I am Wonder Woman. Now, are you going as, like, are you wearing, like, a pajamas, or are you wearing, like, like full? The dress. I've the got dress. The dress. Wait. Um, I've got classic Wonder Woman um, stars and stripes on my costume. Like Good. Blair? No. Wait, that's the, come on, man. She's the one who played Wonder Woman, right? She's not no. the girl from The Exorcist. Just stop. No. Stop. Um, the original Wonder Woman. It's not Linda Blair. No. It's something Blair. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't think he's right. I don't think he's right. Uh, I'm not wearing the boots, but I do have some um, like big, huge red high heels with stars on them. I'm going to color my hair black. Do you have uh, the tiara? I have the tiara, Beautiful. a metal tiara, and I have metal arm cuffs and everything. And the whip. And the I got the whip today. I was uh, you gifted. should have gone last. Linda I was gifted with the whip today. You were right out the Blair. You were That's right out the Linda. Yeah. yeah, I was. I was like, yes. This is. I had a. I had a whip that I ordered from China, and it was very disappointing and arrived broken. Speaking and of, so uh, it was replaced today. Feminist icons. Mm. Where would be Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus? <gasps> Did you ever find a dress? I'm painting a dress. Oh, I just got so a blue fun. dress, and I'm painting little planets all over it. And I actually am needing some red heels with stars on them, or just some <laughs> red heels at all. You should go that's to like Goodwill, because that's I'm where I missing. got mine. Or red flats, realistically. You should dress an animal up as a bus and bring that with you. I'm going to dress my cat up as uh, Liz, because I found a chameleon costume at the pet store. For cats? For, for small dogs. That's super you can make cute. It work. And I'm going to make it work, and I'm pretty sure my girlfriend is dressing so up as the bus. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I, I have to I have to interject this. You have a cat. Yeah, I have a cat. Named Mouse. Named Mouse, who's who wearing up a as dog a costume. A dog costume <laughs> of a lizard. She has really, really bad identity issues. It's fine. She acts more like a rabbit or a bird than a cat most of the time. It's just it, too many layers. It was now. my fault. But I there's there's no such her. thing as bad identity issues. There's just interesting identity it's issues. It's fine. She's the best cat I've ever known. She just has no idea what kind of animal she is. I want to touch that cat's butt every day. You know day. what? She, she can figure it. out for herself what kind of animal she wants to be. She can be anything she wants to be. I support yeah. her all the way. Yeah. I don't think animals don't, struggle with wow, such like we... large concepts. I think they just exist. That's yeah. why people like to in, in, imitate them by wearing mascot costumes and going to hotels. Uh, <laughs> speaking crispy. as feminist icons, I'm glowing as Gloria Steinem this you year. You will be glowing as Gloria Steinem. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Gloria Steinem? You better represent her accurately or you're going to have to. Oh, is that your actual costume? No, I don't have it. Oh, you're just being an asshole. Oh, you're too good for costumes. Oh, so what are you going as, Tom? Hank Venture. Tommy's known his costume for longer than I've known (laughs) mine. Yes. Yeah, I ordered it off Amazon. I got the jacket. I got the. I bought a Venture Industries. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Tommy, that you couldn't join in with the feminism party. Hank is probably a feminist. I mean, he's a good I guy. I feel like we're all feminists here. I don't know if Hank Venture is a feminist. Oh, I've no, never seen the show. I can't is. say. 
Um, I'm sorry. He's not a chauvinist. Maybe I'm thinking of Dean. You're thinking of Dean. I mean, I don't know. But at that point, what's today's topic? Um, Dana, you really want it. And I feel like being withholding. Sarah, what's today's topic? What? You feel like being withholding? Yeah. Today we're talking about uh, the daddy little girl fetish or maybe more broadly age play. Or Daddy Dom as the daddy episode Dom. will probably end up being titled. Big and Littles, Daddy Doms, Baby Girls. So that brings us into right into this is a hardcore or regular core, or it could be whatever core you want it to be, really. Mm-hmm. The, the core is independent of what it is. This is a BDSM thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which stands for, I always forget, I'm getting a phone call right now. Oh, man, I wish I could hang out with him right now. BDSM, bondage, dominance, sadomasochism, which is going to be, this type of relationship was glorified in the fantastic art house films called Fifty Shades of Grey, which are uh, very good for, if you want to have an understanding of what a safe, sane, and consensual relationship is, check out, check out Fifty Shades. Take notes on everything they do. 50 shades and darker. Then, uh, I challenge this. I say absolutely do not. And, and then, then uh, use that as warning signs for how to know if your BDSM relationship is toxic. Yeah. Uh, but to be serious for a second, uh, when most people think of BDSM, I, I think the layman thinks of BDSM, I think they picture a daddy-dom relationship. Uh, I mean, because that is what's in Fifty Shades of Grey. It, it's unfortunately it's been popularized and and said as like this is what this is supposed to look like but that's inaccurate well because what i've always said about uh bdsm is that you know the the fun appeal of it is the reversal of gender roles and the fact that a woman gets to beat the shit out of a man and a woman gets to have fun being scary but this is the, when the general public thinks bdsm they're imagining a dude who has a sugar baby but instead of his sugar baby just being spoiled with shoes he also gets to like hit her Right, yeah. but the crucial part of uh, this fetish that is not really, like, that, that is what makes Fifty Shades of Grey so troubling is the, the aftercare and the, the nurturing mm-hmm. aspect of the relationship, yeah. too. He might make her cry, but he also is there to kiss away the tears. Right. Yeah, before uh, before I go Gross. too deep into any jokes here, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey is fucked up. I don't know a ton about it, but I do know for a fact that she's not into it, and he essentially don't... bribes her into enjoying mm-hmm. BDSM. He makes her sign a contract. Yeah, it's yeah. all fucked Which up. Which is not an enforceable contract. I also don't think that at any point they actually do, like, I don't think it is a daddy-little-girl relationship, really. No. I don't know anything about it, so I'm it's talking an owner. Ass. It's more of an owned. owner-slave relationship, yeah. which is kind of what, what yeah. this is like a, a rejection of a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, this is definitely more intimate, more caring, more feeling. Familial. Um, There's hints of, there are hints of simulated incest within this No, uh, it does not promote incest or pedophilia. It's misunderstood by ignorant people. I, I feel like I just caught, called ignorant. down. Yeah. Um, I think that it's it's a, a matter of people being educated on the fact that like some people uh, you have to let's talk about I think do we need to identify who actually participates in this kind of a fetish. I feel like that would be good for all the ignorant people out there um, who are just uncomfortable with the word daddy being used, I guess. <laughs> well, um, most most daddies are just like I'm just going to read this to you. Um, his eyes light up when his girl enters the room. He's her biggest fan, her confidant, protector, teacher, guide, and advisor, anchor, disciplinarian. Um, this can have sadism and masochism. Um, 
involved. The daddy may simultaneously want to protect his little girl from the world and yet gets to dominate and devour her sexually. Um, as a sadist, he might create the very tears that he will later kiss away. Um, girls in this lifestyle don't act like little girls in their normal work lives. So this isn't a thing where like they're constantly, um, needing, you know, um, this is, this is an act. This is an act. Um, many, it's, it's a feigned childlike. Yeah. Um, many are older women who are assertive and successful in the business world, but need this special place to get nurturing and comfort. So it's kind of like sometimes out in the real world, people are very um, domineering, controlling, um, in charge and assertive. Um, but in the bedroom, they need to be coddled. Um, it's kind of, a, a the thing that, I mean, a lot of people say, like, if you're, you know, super dominant outside the bedroom, sometimes you need to be submissive in the bedroom to been able to like balance that out or feel taken care of whenever you're the person who takes care of other people. There um, is also like a go-to for like in, in pop culture for like girls to be sexy. They do like a little bit of a baby talk. Mm-hmm. Or put their again. hair in pigtails or wear little schoolgirl outfits. Yeah. Um, it is sexual, um, sexually gratifying to, um, kind of, you know, be taken care of, um, be, you know, controlled or, you know, for some people. Well, a huge part of this is role play. I think yeah. uh, this needs to be established now is uh, this sounds very gendered, but mm-hmm. I-, I think gender is part of the role play as well. Yeah. You could have uh, a daddy-dom relationship could be female to female as well as male to male, as right. well as non- non-binary to non-binary yeah. in any possible combination right right and i also do think that it's important to clarify that we're talking specifically about daddy dom today but age play on a broader spectrum like includes like way more than just what we're talking about right now it can be mommy baby girl it can be so would we say to someone who has not thoroughly done enough research Mm -hmm. that the master slave relationship would vary from daddy dom in the sense of greater intimacy and aftercare well aftercare is important in all relationships The aftercare is still continued part of the role play. Yes. Right? Yeah, because I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. A this... lot of the daddy dom stuff kind of even can move out of the bedroom into a an emotional um, connection as well. Whereas sometimes um, the I don't know master slave kind of thing can be more geared towards the sexual gratification part. Well, and this is entirely speculation, but I feel like a master-slave relationship is more toy and costume-driven, mm-hmm. and daddy-dom is more driven by uh, by role-play, mm-hmm. communication, and uh, action. Right. right, whereas master-slave, it's you do what I say because I own you. With daddy-little girl, it's you do what I say because I take care of you. Mm-hmm. And daddy knows best. I still... <laughs> Am uncomfortable with the terminology. Hmm. Yeah, I, but it's a powerful word. I mean, is, I, I don't personally is. use it like myself, but it, it's a powerful word. I, well, I mean, some people use it, and they don't necessarily use the term "daddy." Um, they can use things like daddy. you know. I mean, I know I know a couple of doms that use other terminologies, but but they're authoritarian kind of titles. Um, so, like you know, um, master. Master, one, even though that's not necessarily master and slave. Big, t- big dog. Yeah, big to little. Chief. Big and little. Master chief. chief. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot the master snake. Chief. Oh my god. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god. <laughs> and you can't forget the classic Eddie Murphy from Daddy Daycare. I oh feel like gosh. you took the joke and just went it around somewhere else. Yeah, um, I, I would like to stop on the on the daddy thing though, real quick. As a sidebar. Um, I've always shuddered at people. I mean, it's kind of cute when like 
an actual mom and dad who share a child. And they call each other mommy or daddy. Actually, kind of creeps me out. Honestly, the word daddy has just always made yeah. me uncomfortable. You, I, what about what about all the music that has come out here recently? That's like puppy. Like, like well, that's P O P P Y. No. P O P P Y. I'm Poppy. No, no, no. It's more like P A P I. No, it's yeah. It's like a it's like a Spanish. I feel like that's a that's a very primal place of. Not not having kids is the goal here. We're trying to not have babies. I I know an adult man who calls his father daddy, and it weirds me. How rich is he? Because I feel like that's a rich boy thing. That's my daddy. My daddy. 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 <laughs> oh, that reminds me of uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. It reminds me daddy's of boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who called her? Was it? Uh, what's his face? Draco. Oh, I didn't think it was Draco. I thought it was his uh, his cousin. My that he no, that. Draco doesn't actually, but in the Harry Potter musical, he certainly does. Because you got to make things more dramatic yeah. in musical. No, uh, the the daddy dom relationship is not an actual metaphor for pedophilia. I didn't mean to suggest that earlier. I or I just obsessed. I have always been uncomfortable with mm-hmm. the word daddy and that should not cast a shadow for myself or for anyone on an actual daddy dom relationship yeah. i feel the same way i would not want to think about my dad while i'm in the bathroom bath uh, b- 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 excuse me in bedroom. the bedroom or the in bathroom the, in the bedroom or the bathroom <laughs> with someone like i don't want to address somebody as daddy well, i feel it, like then i'm thinking pronounced. about my dad right. I, guess, uh, I guess some people are probably better able to separate mm-hmm. the word from yeah. the imagery but i personally have always called my dad daddy i still do and so that would be weird yeah, well, well, the, yeah. yeah it, it kind of comes off as like an electro syndrome it's mm-hmm. a it's a tired tired joke but it's uh, someone on your chest and they call you daddy and it's like do you know something that i don't know should I be concerned? Is there a baby? <laughs> oh gosh, who have I? No, seen but uh, I think that is very much like a, a white Southern Belle thing. Is mm-hmm. The daddy is like I, I'm looking. My daddy raised me. My daddy treats me like a lover. And once we are united through Christ, I will be. I will now have replaced my daddy with a younger model. Of are him. you talking like purity balls? Yeah, they marry their dad. I feel like that's very much like a daddy thing. Like when I hear daddy, <laughs> I, I don't imagine. Like cool BDSM relationship Wait, between a- two New Yorkers who are non-binary. When I hear the word "daddy," I think about like a a Southern belle who's like dad is bawling at the thought of mm-hmm. his daughter having sex for once. Ugh. Okay. Luckily, I don't think that's the fetish we're discussing. We all have our own hangups on on vocabulary, yeah. and yeah. I'm moving past it. Words are powerful. There you go. We already knew that, but. Daddy's a weird that's, word. I've always hated the word daddy. That's yeah. a thing, I love like, my father. My father was one of my best friends. And one day me and him, we're going to take a big trip to Colorado and we're going to run a marathon and smoke a joint together and so watch cute. Star Trek. And it's going to be a great trip. It's very, that sounds like very it's cool. But I would happen. eat cyanide. Oh, it's very much going to happen. You guys smoke a joint together? Yeah. Yeah. Your he's dad? Cool. He's a cool guy. Okay. He's cool. It just has to be cool legal. Guy. But if it's legal, he'll do it. Okay. <laughs> I, do you want to take a bet? But anyways, point is, I think I would rather eat cyanide before call my father the D word. And I can't even put that word the in the D same word. sentence. Dick. The D I'd call my dad a dick. I think I have called my dad a dick. I have called him much worse. I've called my, I called my dad, yeah, worse to his face when we talk about politics. But he knows we're ribbing. Are you yeah. talking about damn? Damn. No, I've called him a dick. Uh, we're moving on for the word daddy. Uh, now let's get into the specific. Wait, hold on, is that an actual thing? Are there like balls where like little girls marry their quote marry their yes, dads? Yes, yeah, yes. that's so gross. Well, you it's didn't like know a, about this. it's they're like you know um, anywhere between like ten and fifteen. They'll do this thing where they have a purity ball. 
um, and girls will basically be given rings, like purity rings they from their vows. dads because they promise to their dad, to their dad, that, they that they're going to, yeah, that they're going to remain pure for their future husband. That they won't fuck anyone, Chris. The word else is excessive. <laughs> anyone other than their dad. Yeah. Isn't that creepy? It is. That is creepy. That is They wear dresses horrifying. and they take pictures and everything. Yeah. And they do dances. It's a daddy-daughter dance is what it is. And purity, they basically make these little girls vow to their daddy on I mean, a stage. It goes back to like, like a patriarchal fear of uh, women's sexuality. I said that in a funny voice, but I totally Because virginity that. is a construct. <laughs> virginity is a construct? Yes, virginity is a yeah, construct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or at least the things we put around it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can literally be a virgin. Oh, like, yeah. yeah but the, just the don't whole, even get me started. You know what? Let's move on to lingo of the daddy-dom relationship. That's what we've been talking about. Daddies. I Daddy. can we call this something else the rest of the episode? <laughs> nope. Something else? Nope. I guess we, we made it through the piercing King episode. Kingcast is about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. <laughs> all right. We made it all, all right. the way through the piercing right. episode, Tommy. Daddy including my drawings on the board. Let's yeah. skip some lingo <laughs> from the Daddy Dom community. Okay. Now there are mommies. There are mamas. But I feel like that's self-explanatory. <laughs> Mommies and little big boys. Mommy. I mean, Lil is a term here. Little big yes. boys. And Lil yes. is a term for when you are the little. It's like when you're in a sorority and you have littles and bigs. Yeah. And there um, are also middles, which would be people who are dressing up as preteens or teenagers. Or <gasps> role-playing as preteens or teenagers. Really? I didn't know that. That's cool. I don't hear the term middle. Mm-hmm. So, like... Is part of like being a middle, like throwing fits and like saying, I hate you, dad? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and that's the other thing that I found really interesting was that the little is not always the submissive one in the relationship. Sometimes the little is a little spoiled brat. So, mm-hmm. so I imagine the throwing a fit, the, that well, part of the role play is the dad just sitting like yeah. by himself <laughs> in a room just being like, I try so hard. <laughs> and he's just sad by himself. It's like, what happened? <laughs> what did I do please, wrong? Can you please drop me off like two two blocks away from school? I'll walk the rest of the way. You embarrass me. <laughs> You're not my dad anymore. <laughs> I mean, he just drives away and there's just one tear. I have a, a sick fantasy. You're going to take me to the mall. You're going to let me out at the movie theater. I'm going to tell you that I'm seeing Elmo and Grouchland. But I'm gonna sneak into Fight Club, and I'm gonna meet up with some friends that you don't like. See, that's brat behavior. Okay, I think I can get into being a brat. Brat, brat? I'm definitely a brat. I'm definitely a brat. Are we and, not and brats? I love it like because with a Z, right? You can You can rib the person a little bit instead of being completely submissive and saying, "I'll absolutely do whatever you order me to do or ask me to do." Being a brat is where you push back a little bit, and it's but, a like, lot we more both fun. Know. We yeah, both know, we know really who's in charge. Yeah, we both know who's in charge, but I can, you know. We both know that if it came down to a fist fight, who'd win? But you care about me enough that I can kind of... <laughs> is yeah, that the daddy dom relationship? Yeah. That's what this well, is. I can beat yeah. you that's up. That's the daddy dom with a middle. It's like, you know, you're kind of like, uh-uh. I'm not going like, to give you total control, even yeah. though you could annihilate me. If, if you're you going to spank me, I'm going to do something bad enough to, like, earn it. Mm. <laughs> to misbehave. Yeah. Before, I'm gonna I'm gonna have things. Tony over and we're gonna smoke cigarettes in the garage. <gasps> yeah. Naughty boy, go yeah. to your room. Melissa, you know I don't like Tony. <laughs> <laughs> he wears that t-shirt for that band with the metal in their name. She smokes oh, that devil's lettuce. The marijuana. <laughs> the machine. The marijuana. One of them funny cigarettes. <laughs> yes, cigarettes. Why does it smell like skunk in here? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Okay, I'm, but I, I'm dropping it. It's kind of interesting to see the, the, I don't know, I guess the 
feelings, the emotions involved in that, like the different, I mean, every, every relationship is kind of outlined differently for each couple, everyone participating in it. But I think it's interesting. Some of the rules that can be played within this kind of subset of BDSM. Yeah. And I I don't know if there's actual terminology for, for what I'm grasping at here, but I've always hesitated to call something like this role play because it's almost more like relationship play mm-hmm. and see if you follow me here when i when i think role play i imagine taking on characters mm-hmm. like being entirely different lives of like pirate and ship steward uh captain and uh and uh seat wench but librarian like, and noisy pastry <laughs> yes but uh this is more like we're going to be ourselves but we're going to take on different roles mm-hmm. different like attributes that would be role play that, okay, right? so I guess that would be role play, and what I think of, uh, it would be character play. Yeah, you're thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, right. The plumber and the lonely housebound Turn. housewife. Yeah, I saw a lot of people <laughs> who are involved in this kink um, who, you know, were very adamant that what they were doing was role play, and I saw a lot of people who really rejected that idea. And I think it comes down to um, whether or not age play actually is a factor, because for some people it's just, you know, I'm taking on the mm-hmm. little girl role and you're taking on like the caregiver role and for some people it truly is we're not necessarily pretending you're my dad but we are pretending that i'm five Mm -hmm. i think it really just is a testament to how important aftercare is because we've discussed this uh in previous episodes about bdsm Mm -hmm. is not only do you have to have a safe word and these times we take they have to be frequent Mm -hmm. you have to be able to break these roles and discuss is are you becoming too dependent on this? Is this right. actually starting to hurt? Mm-hmm. Are are you crying from a place that is unhealthy? Mm-hmm. Because you can get lost in these relationships. And especially when you're um, simulating abuse, when it becomes emotional abuse, simulating that starts to write a very dangerous gray area where it could become real without you knowing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why communication is so important. But yeah. I do kind of think that you're thinking of this particular relationship as exclusively a BDSM relationship. And I yeah. don't think that's the case. And it doesn't have to be. I mean, I picture that you could have this, you could have a daddy Dom relationship that's entirely vanilla sex. You could have a daddy Dom relationship where you never have, have sex. sex. So Sarah, would you like to engage in a daddy Dom relationship that is non-physical entirely? It's you and me, but sometimes I act like a five-year-old in public and you oh. shovel oh. out of the car. Oh, okay. So it's a yeah. mommy, grab him by yeah. mommy yeah. Grab him, grab Sarah, him do, you wanna, do you want to be my mommy? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. like, it's just going to be me texting you, like, what I want for Christmas. <laughs> this feels kink-shamey, so I'm going to stop this bit. And then throwing okay. a fit. I don't mean to be kink-shamey with these bits. But it's then she would then she would take on the disciplinarian role and be like, okay, stop misbehaving in public. But I'll also have pizza rolls ready when you get home. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Can we watch the X-Files? Or- <laughs> I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a cool uh, mommy dom. <laughs> That's Let's my just... that's my Tumblr description is that I have a cool mommy <laughs> dom in a, cool a non sexual friend friend yeah. relationship. One of my favorite quotes that I found in in researching this was uh people say I have daddy issues like it's a bad thing, and I was like ooh that feels like I a, can the trashiest t shirt in all of Alabama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can uh, see don't that. Shame, I can Tommy. see I can see how this can stem from some kind of familial. Um, uh, you know, electric complex. Well, and not, not even even, but even Oedipus complex too. Like yeah. if you have, if you have feelings about your mom, you can like, I know, um, 
I have been in my, in my time of online dating have been asked if somebody can call me mommy. And I'm like, I'm 180% not okay with that. Um, cause like, that's not a thing I wish to be. Um, but I think that it's interesting that, I don't know, that sometimes that can stem from like, I don't know, well, other, our other psychological stuff. Yeah, and I was wondering, stuff. I was just going to say, I was wondering if that idea of the Oedipus complex was going to come up in this podcast at all. I think it should. And I think it's relevant. Yeah. That, that leads right into what I was going to say. Our, our parents established the way that we communicate with other human beings. I mean, that, and it's been said, siblings have a much bigger impact on our personalities, how we see the world. And I, I think that's true. I think that growing up as the youngest boy and her two sisters, I think that influenced me way more than my parents did. But you grow up and you are a potato that grows from a potato to a cat, to a dog, to a monkey, to a person. And all throughout, yeah, that's, that's essentially, that's, that's the birth process. Okay. And you are taught how you respond, how you react to other people by your parents. That, that is 100% where it comes from. So the fact that your sexuality is going to be wrapped up in their sexualities, whether it's with a electric complex or an Oedipal complex, with it or without, mm -hmm. how you respond to other people and therefore your sexuality is directly tied to the people you came from. Yeah, that's totally true. And especially if they were very affectionate or not affectionate or, or um, uh, you know, held back from showing affection the sexuality between those two people is your sexuality especially mm -hmm. if you grew up in a because you can pick up on those things yeah. on a subconscious yeah. level well it's kind of like people that have troubled home lives sometimes they you know find another family that will treat them like family and sometimes this is this is a a, a thing that i can see easily moving into if you did have daddy or mommy issues yeah i mean um, it's obviously not the case for everyone because everyone's going to find their own psychological reason to get into something mm -hmm. but it, it perfectly stands to reason that if you were to grow up with a distant father mm -hmm. that you could find sexual gratification from the idea of having someone be a very attentive father mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. makes sense daddy well, it's interesting i just um i don't know I just also, one other thing that I was going to mention, um, not all doms are necessarily daddies or mommies. Yeah, we um, talked about that. Yeah, and it's not always about age play either. Yeah, it's not always about BDSM. So, I mean, yeah. as with anything, everyone is their own sexual person and mm -hmm. trying to forge it into these you know honeycomb patterns, it just doesn't work because mm -hmm. people find communities and they find themselves individuals within these communities still. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it, it's hard to build terminology around sex because sex is chaos. It's yes. the cosmos. It is. And it's so broad and it's so defined by each person. And mm -hmm. I don't know the kind of relationships that they're in. Did we have something else we want to discuss? Uh, I know we need to talk about like pop culture references other than Fifty Shades of Grey. Let's please. talk about. And the entirety of Twitter. Pop oh, yeah. culture references. What? I mean, my hardest, my biggest problem trying to find research for this is just weeding through the endless stream of people calling their favorite celebrities daddy mm -hmm. and just calling each other daddy on social media me and chris call each other daddy sometimes. <laughs> yes i found a i was lot. watching i was watching the new lady gaga documentary oh. and they a lot of people a lot of her fans call her mama yeah no a lot of a lot of younger people have started calling their like celebrity celebrities they look up to mom and dad yeah but like and you can't forget about Daenerys, who is the mother of dragons and mm -hmm. the mother well, of all the slaves. I have two points. Uh, a really lovely point and then an absolutely disgusting point. Uh, my lovely point... Disgusting one. Yeah, I'm going to start with the lovely one, oh. honestly. Uh, my sister and, her, and my brother-in-law 
they just had their first baby. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember, a good chunk of people are also referring to their friends and family as mom or dad when they become parents for the first time. None of my friends have ever had kids, but mm-hmm. if Chris got married tomorrow and had a baby, I'd call Chris dad. Yeah. And I don't think there'd be anything weird about mm-hmm. that. Calling him daddy would be a little weird. Yeah. I never I called my sister Maybe mom. to his kids, if you called him daddy, it wouldn't be that weird. But like, ever since my sister got pregnant, I started calling her mama. And I don't think there's anything weird about that. Mm-hmm. Um, my other point is, there's a lot of people who call President Trump daddy. Um <laughs> Very conservative women who think that they want to get grabbed in the pussy. They've been calling him daddy for a minute. And daddy Trump is a hashtag you can probably find right now. (laughs) Well, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm out. (laughs) I gotta go. I can't handle this. Mom, can you give me a ride? (laughs) Gross. Sure, I'll hop in the minivan. I'll I'll come out in a minute. Oh, oh, and I bet Ivanka calls. Oh, she calls him daddy. Oh, my Pence calls his wife mommy. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, he actually does. And has called him since, called her that since they've been married before they had kids. Actively in public. Let's not open the Trump sewers. We've, we've had our, we've had our window into it. We looked into it. That is, we don't uh, have to be the, the Ninja this. Turtles. It's we we looked in the storm drain and all. No, that was my pop culture references. Oh. Michael Pence. Uh, what are our... Uh, it's weird to say the Michael part, but we're not talking about that anymore. Pop culture references, Fifty Shades of Grey can go suck a fat old caterpillar dick. I don't think I would call Fifty Shades of Grey a reference to this. And I don't think good. it's a reference to anything other than Hollywood bastardizing another form of relationships oh, and Hollywood, glorifying say, abuse also that also it started off as twilight i mean come on yeah twilight I, fan I'd, I'd call it the woman who you know yeah thought that twilight was good literature we're not debating that um i like how our show is open-minded enough that we will not kink shame even like really hardcore kinks that border on like like border on some really antisocial activities but twilight fuck that and fuck you if you're into it honestly <laughs> we're twilight still culture shaming. snobs we'll shame you for what you read yeah and big bang theory yeah get out of there with that shit and if you thought <laughs> jurassic park 3 is the best jurassic park who the fuck are you <laughs> Ellen. <laughs> Ellen. Oh my daddy God. <laughs> 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 oh, it's good to laugh again. Uh, I was very... No, I'm not going there. Uh, pop culture references. Are there any positive displays of a daddy-dom relationship in, like, Sex and the City or Girls or one of those shows about people fucking? I don't know, dude. I had a hard time finding pop culture references. I even found another person on Reddit who was looking for pop culture references and no one had anything well, for them. I'm sure they're everywhere. It's just that it's they shameful. pass by so quickly. I mean, they, they just pass by so quickly. I mean, there's tons of songs where I mean, people I can think refer of a, to themselves as daddy. I got a billion dollar idea right here. There right. needs to be a Netflix series that's about positive relationships in BDSM culture. Because as I've said before, so far, all representations of BDSM in media have been freak show, look at them, ha ha ha, look at their leather bodysuits. Masters of Sex. Or porn. Or porn. Masters be, there sex. should be a, a show about a Southern California community of people. Or real Masters of Sex. Yes, Chris. Yes. <laughs> there is a show. The documentary series. It's not a documentary series. Oh, it's not? No. Oh. I think Shows one, what I know. One that exists. Fairly... Yeah. Okay, good. Good for it them. It takes place in like the 70s or 80s. Oh, uh, fuck it then. One pretty... You're watching The Deuce. You just called it the best show. It's the best show ever made. <laughs> <laughs> the Deuce did it first. And it takes... It's... <laughs> I know, I'm joking. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. Uh, but pop culture... Culture-wise, one that I can think of off the top of my head is a scene from Community 
where uh, ev- everyone is being lured into the. Uh, uh, I watched Glee this episode club. yesterday. And uh, Annie does the dance Annie where she slowly becomes a baby. sex. And he's like, the the baby dog has a diminishing returns. There's a diminishing return on sexiness. That's funny. You were saying something, Dana? Um, I can think of another one that's kind of like showing a little bit of this, um, and it's in Queer as Folk, which is a show that like ended a long time ago, but fanta- it's a fantastic series. Um, made me laugh, made me cry. It was wonderful. So um, that's that's kind of another series that showcases a little bit of this um, sort of concept. Quick sidebar: uh, long-spanning seasons of uh, gay shows mm-hmm. on uh, like basic no like advanced cable packages from like the early 2000s were the progenitor for modern television but that's just a sidebar what uh, like queer as folk and the l word were like progenitors of what the way modern television handles itself yes I mean, they were very far ahead of their time but that's really has nothing to do with this <laughs> uh, today's dana's product corner but i would Ooh. like to suggest that the products to th- hmm? oh you said today's product yeah okay got it never mind ignore me go ahead today's product i i, I see i you're... misheard what you said yeah. what did he say i think he thought you were saying <laughs> today today is... is dana's product corner yeah. no today's but that's pointless cut all of this i yeah. wasn't making a joke i thought that's what you said <laughs> i do have some cool products um today um thank goodness there's tons to talk about sometimes we have fetishes that there's not really a whole lot of items wouldn't it really just that be anything bdsm related to an extent but you can even personalize it sometimes um there are paddles that you can have that say you know big and little on the sides or That's whatever daddy. um or daddy or master um there's lots of jewelry jewelry is a big deal um especially in the bdsm community if you're if you're actually like claimed by a dominant or claimed by a sub, there's usually some kind of gift exchange involved in that kind of um, claiming activity. So there's a lot of jewelry indicating daddy, baby girl titles or mommy, baby boy titles or whatever, you know, mix in between. Uh, they're, they're, and they sometimes have some sub or dom symbols. And there's actually like symbols that are involved in each one of these roles. Um whether it's submissive or dominant. Wait, there's like an official set or I can make up my own? Yeah, no, there, if you Google like specific um, symbols representing um, doms and subs, there are, they have, and there's one that's like also just a general BDSM symbol um, that looks like uh, three, six symbols kind of all combined, which is kind of interesting. Oh, is it like the, the, the swirly six where it's like a, it is only one base and then there's <laughs> the little coming off of it? Uh, no. No, that's my favorite. My favorite 666 is where they all share a little zero, Uh and then the sixes make a circle around it, like a hurricane. It's, that's close, but not quite right. Um... Anyways, but there's lots of different symbols that are involved in jewelry and, um, also, uh, leatherware, a lot of leatherware, um, cuffs. Sometimes it's, like, involved in a cuff. Sometimes it's, like, a day... Yeah. Sometimes it's, like, a day choker. They have people, like, that wear chokers or collars. Um, So that... All of that can be involved in the um, Daddy Dom kind of um, BDSM group. Also, there's, like, lots of t-shirts and things. Some of them that say, like, Yes Daddy or panties or underwear or things that, you know, um, have symbols or things on them. Property of Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, think of the... Like, oh, duh, we didn't talk about, like, one of the biggest ones. Uh, the Joker and Harley Quinn. Mm. Mm. Is that a daddy dog? I would I say it's it too is. abusive to be, a, like, a proper de- display. Sure, but he takes care of her and she acts like a little girl who's I a rat, would right? mistreat. He mistreats her. Well, yeah, 
but like at the same time, that's like a, a, a daddy dom relationship maybe gone wrong. Not a healthy one. No, yeah, never said it was healthy. Just said the it most was... recent movie. He tries to like whore her out. Yeah. And kill her. Like, yeah. Okay. So any really, any fetish could be dangerous. Any fetish has its negative and its positive yeah. side, except for the ones that are pure evil. So there's leatherware, there's leather toys. There's also handcuffs that you can get that say, um, you know, like daddy's property, property of daddy or whatever, um, an owner and owned stuff. And then also pacifiers. If you really want to go, um, really big into that. And diapers. Yeah. And diapers. And adult diapers. Yeah. I've been yeah. wanting to make a diaper joke for a minute, but I haven't really found the right time. Yeah. I've also been reframing from making that joke because I wasn't sure if it belonged. Well, and that's also, that's more baby play. That's, that's why. Baby that's play. like a whole other but i'm sure that things. can certainly be an aspect yeah it could be it could be so um there's lots of different things like things out there i was just i don't know i guess the thing that with harley quinn like brought brought up is the fact that on the back of her jacket or whatever says property of joker it's true daddy's little monster mm, wow. there you go yeah that thing too i wonder if she ever wears a diaper you think anybody out there is still giving their significant others pins yeah what do you mean Yes. Like pinning, pinning them, you know, like I pin you. And so now you're my, we're, now we're going together. Oh, we're steady. I missed an idea. Is that like a fifties or forties? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, the people still, I've heard someone say going steady. Yeah. People still say that. I'm sure there's like little, little ladybirds and greasers out there who are. This is my are still doing that shit. That's not my name. That's just the first (laughs) thing I thought of when, when you were talking about, I mean, Sam is like. It's like the same thing as like giving a class mm-hmm. ring. That's the first thing I thought of when you were talking about exchanging gifts that mm-hmm. now mean that we are an item. And usually sometimes the dom doesn't even have a gift. Sometimes it's just a gift that the dom gives to right, the like a sub or... to say like, well, no, like a, okay, I'm claiming you. Right. So this is a thing that you're going to wear for me or wear during playtime or something like that. So it's kind of interesting to see. Um, a lot of that gets, I guess, arranged through um, the different relationships that happen. But it's interesting to see um, how a lot of that dynamic works in terms of gift giving. Um, <clears throat> and a lot of subs are supposed to like, I don't know, like reciprocate through other stuff. Yeah. Oh, should we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us finally to the FDI, which is the Fetish Danger Index, mm-hmm. in which one person who is getting their doctorate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because one getting their doctorate, the two college graduates, and a really street smart young punk mm-hmm. give their Thank you, totally <laughs> unbiased opinion <laughs> on how dangerous a fetish is. Uh, I would want to say that a Danny Dom, honestly, uh, as much as, you know, because it's so general BDSM, we didn't go into specific BDSM behaviors that all have their own scores. Mm-hmm. I would say the nature of any relationship in which control is being surrendered uh, is a slippery slope, which slippery slope arguments are bullshit, I know. But because communication is so important, I would give this a three. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it's... That's proceed with caution. Yeah, it's a okay. very... It's a harmless kink, honestly. It it's, shouldn't hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just so easy for for fantasy to become reality if there's not these very specific times where you take a step back. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what the, the sex or even if it's a non-sexual relationship. Um, I, I think it's, it's important that when you're surrendering someone as authoritative figure that you be able to take a step back and say, Hey, this authority is simulated. I am my own person. And without that, this could become something highly emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. So I, I think three is a solid rating for this. What do you think, Chris P. Bacon? 
I would probably give it. The audience is with me. They they punch the table with me. Like yeah, I would what probably give it thing? like a two, because uh, at its like core, it is like a caretaking fetish. Mm-hmm. So I do agree. Like you're giving up control. So there is a, like a slight you know iffiness to that. But other than that, the whole fetish is about like caretaking. Caretaking. So. But I thought the, the point was there's a whole air of uh, of authority, and then there was this entire simulated resistance and misbehaving and punishment. Not, not always. necessarily. Not, not always, always, but it is there. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Fair enough. That's not uh, at its core. That's not what it is. I think. I think it starts off with the caretaking relationship, and then the other elements kind of build off of that. Um, my concern with it is that you get involved in this caretaker relationship and then you start to lose your independence. I could see this being a kink where finances become involved. Well, there is that kind of play. I can't remember what it's called. Well, there's like Fendom. Yeah. But not even necessarily control of finances, but just, you know, you're my daddy, so you can, you know, you can, we can share a bank account. You're going to take care of me. And then what happens when, you know, regular relationship stuff happens, you break up and then if you've allowed it to become like a controlling force in your life, then you have nowhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, um, I guess this is one of those, uh, what was your score? I guess I would give it a, you know, two or three for that, for that mm-hmm. same reason. Yeah. I'd give it a solid number. Said, okay. I'm going to give it a solid 2.5. Yes. Ah! <laughs> I was I'm, hoping for that. <laughs> I'm going to say a three. Um, I, I'm going to say a three and that's only because I've seen, um, wait, a lot of people, this what? is, the first one where I've gone lower than anyone else. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a lot of <laughs> no potential <laughs> for emotional, physical, you know, abuse. And then also dependency issues, kind of like what you said. Um, and a lot of people can get emotionally scarred from something like this. I mean, if, if especially if they've already kind of found themselves to be a little bit vulnerable in the relationship um, kind of area. And they're wanting to find a satisfying sexual relationship because they're maybe incapable or not desiring a, <clears throat> like a full, like fully enveloped kind of relationship. Um, this is something that can become really scary because it's, it's easily abused. It's also um, the kind of relationship where if it goes wrong, you're not only losing a partner, but you're also losing like a, what has begun to feel like your family as well as, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's more, it's a, I won't say a more important role, but there's more weight to that role than I feel like there is. It's just very to... easy. It's very easy to become entangled in something and let it grow out of, out of, um, out of letting somebody else control you or being, being in charge of you, like not letting you go after, after, after dark or not, um, you know, letting you eat certain foods, controlling your food, controlling your money, controlling. Or... Yeah. Um, especially because mm-hmm. sometimes that, yeah, this can involve jobs as well because, um, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's just, there's a, there's a wide window there. So you have to, if you're going to engage in any kind of a fetish that involves such a, such great amounts of trust, you need to make sure that this is a person that's trustworthy and knows what they're doing. Yeah. Any, uh, go ahead. <clears throat> oh, I was just going to say any like 24 seven kink lifestyle, especially mm-hmm. you have to compartmentalize really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was going to say is, um, there's an inherent danger in any relationship that's built entirely on role play. And like I said, there's these moments of, of gap where you have to be able to take a step away. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's really important in a relationship like this that you get to know the other person outside of that role. Mm-hmm. Is that it, if the safest way to do this is to have a dual role, especially if it's a, a monogamous romantic relationship. I suppose if it's if it's just for fun and games, mm-hmm. you don't have to know that person on another level. But 
for this to become something that is every day that ends up becoming 365, you have to be able to mm -hmm. take a step back and know who that person is outside of their role because they can't just be your daddy. They also yeah. have to be and right. I can see that Chuck. Mm -hmm. But you can also adopt a certain power dynamic and still be honest about who you are yes. in your relationship. Absolutely. But uh, if it's, but I can see that causing issues where it's like some one person takes a step back and wants to like start talking, right. and there's just a miscommunication. I could especially see, yeah, a woman wanting to be treated with respect, and the man being like, "Well, that's not what yeah. I signed up for." <clears throat> no, you can't talk to any other guys besides me because I'm your daddy, and I tell you not to. Yeah. Um, you know, don't eat anything high in fat because you know i'm in charge of your diet and i have to take care of you i mean like it can expand really i mean it can really seep into cracks but it gets so um, complicated because what if my <clears throat> fetish is having a domineering partner who tells me i can't talk to other people and tells me what i can and can't eat mm -hmm. but it's supposed to be entirely simulated where i am not a, no one's taking control of me whatsoever yeah yeah, and also just establishing that before, like, I want you to treat me like this, and this is where my limits are. So boundaries is one of those things that you have to establish as well. I think that puts a cap on today, unless anyone has any notes or articles they wanted to bring back in. Nope, I don't think so. I pound the gavel. The official uh, average was 2.65, which I think is a very <laughs> good uh, FDI score for this. Yeah. As always, I end up putting this disclaimer in every episode just because if this would ever go somewhere, I would hate someone to use this podcast mm -hmm. as a way of forcing someone into something they didn't want to do is look they normalized it they talked about all this shit if you don't want to do something you don't have to fucking do it right and never use this podcast as an excuse to make something seem more safe or more fun to someone who didn't want to do something in the first place right right exactly uh <clears throat> as always i think let's go ahead and wrap on some sponsors yeah, and some friends of the that. podcast and then we can call it a night are we just gonna can we still do it if you whisper the audience can't hear you no it's true okay you can so do this sponsor oh uh we'd like to thank our sponsors um pint services uh for making some excellent products uh and supporting our shows um and also um denton county sticker company who makes fantastic stickers uh for us and they're fantastic Thanks for supporting us. Write us letters. Find us on Gmail. Somehow. Behave yourself, kids. Yeah, safe words. Oh, and uh, don't kink shame nobody. Yeah. Unless but... unless they're fucking dead bodies or kids or animals. Like, you know, don't kink shame nobody. But always twilight shame everybody. But twilight shame. Yeah. <laughs> if we learned anything from today, uh, if you uh, kink shame someone, you're an asshole. But if you are like a culture snob and you shame someone for their franchise, yeah, that's fucking yeah, fine. Yeah, no, that, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Universe is not that great of a show, right? I, I normally... Uh... Swine! I mostly say... Swine! Listen, Tommy. <laughs> I mostly try to say, let people enjoy what they uh, want to enjoy without shaming them for it. But uh, not in the case of uh, Twilight. <coughs> Bazinga. Says the guy who's into really crappy movies. <coughs> and has a whole podcast about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of which, if you like really bad movies, you should check out our podcast, B-Movie Deathmatch. I can hear Sarah's do. opinion on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did somebody say Daddy Trump? Oh, and That's, with that... Uh, that should be an episode. Oh, we should have a... Trump should, fetish? Trump fetish episode. Mm, I'm preemptively calling in sick to that one. But I don't want to see whatever picture of Donald Trump porn you're about to pull No, up. it's not porn. But He's next a, week will be clowns. 
We would have to get ah, uh, somnophilia. We'd have to get Dylan. Oh, next week somnophilia. Or are we skipping that one? Or so we, we want to flip flop it so we Halloween. do clowns for Halloween? Because I think we'll be here on Halloween. This is not for the audience though. So bye. bye.